the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. As to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is Always Right on AM 1420, The Answer. Here's your host, Bob France. Yes, indeed. Good morning to you. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 o'clock, and we're underway on a Wednesday. The 19th morning of the first month of the year of our Lord, 2022. Really appreciate you being with us on Always Right. Coming up on the program, got a couple of very interesting guests. Not until the second hour, by the way. So first hour, you are... uh, you are free to dial 216-901-0945 or 888-281-1110 to get in. We'll talk to you um, uh, at any point that you want in this first hour. I do have a monologue that I want to get through, a lot of very important information as the Democrats continue to try to push fear on the American people. Not this time, not this time just on COVID, although that is happening as well, but fear on election fraud, rather fear that Republicans are going to do too much to prevent election fraud and thus win the elections. No, they are fear-mongering, seriously, over the Voting Rights Act, as they call it. It's not a Voting Rights Act. It's a Voting um, Laws Act. They want to change the laws about voting. That's literally all it is. They want to change the laws. So anyway, we'll talk about that in a moment, <clears throat> and then I'll take your phone calls in the first hour at 216-901-0945. Top of the second hour at 1010. Americans for Prosperity Senior Health Policy Fellow Dean Clancy is going to join us about an op-ed that he wrote uh, in Newsweek. If the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that we would be foolish to give government more control of our health care. I could probably amend that to say if the pandemic has caught us, uh, taught us anything, it is that we would be foolish to give the government more control of anything, literally anything. Because if we give them more control of our health care, we give them control of everything. I cannot overstate that point. And instead of fighting uh, the, the virus, if you will, the relief package that was funded by Congress, the Democrat-controlled Congress, it actually funded a liberal wish list 
that included $35 billion for the Green New Deal. So all of that we're going to cover with Dean Clancy at 1010. Then at 1035, Bernie Moreno, he went down to the border. He went down on Monday. He got a chance to talk to some people, literally some illegal aliens crossing the border, families. He got a chance to talk to Border Patrol agents, got a chance to witness everything that's going on down there, and we're going to ask him to kind of run it back for us. That'll be at 1035 this morning. And also, he's got some good news and polling numbers coming out as well as this race heats up now. Of course, we are four months away from the Republican primary to replace Rob Portman uh, as uh, as senator as a senator from Ohio. So we'll talk to Bernie Moreno. That race is getting interesting. Uh, Matt Dolan's going to join us a little bit a little bit later this week as well. Um, we of course talked to JD Vance last week. We talked to Josh Mandel. I think the week before uh, we'll work our way through Mike Gibbons too. So we're going to work our way through uh, you know all of these candidates as we continue and push forward. We got to have Mark Pukita back on too toward. Uh, uh, toward May. So today, for today, it's Dean Clancy and it is uh, Bernie Moreno, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Now, before we get to the important news of the day, what do you say we start our day the way we always do? Patriots, please stand. Please face your flag if you have one. Put your hand on your heart. If you don't have a flag, it's okay. We're not going to hold it against you. If you just go ahead and say the pledge with us anyway. Leftists, Biden voters, supporters of voter fraud, Supporters of changing at the filibuster because you're going to lose this election or these elections by massive numbers in November without uh, without uh, uh, normalizing and legalizing and uh, codifying election fraud. All of you can take a knee, uh, take a knee right next to your favorite ex quarterback. For the rest of us, stand proudly and say, "I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America." and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all it is a fear campaign because it's pretty much the only kind of campaign truthfully um that the left knows how to wage it's the only kind of campaign they know how to run is a fear campaign a campaign that says whether it's for a particular candidate or for particular issues, particular legislation, a campaign that says, if you don't do what we say, you are going to get hurt by it in some way, shape, or form. Fear is what drives the entire Democratic Party agenda. We have seen it with COVID, and now we are seeing it with this Voting Rights Act. Now, if you thought about a week ago that this was over, it was a dead issue now, I wouldn't blame you. I kind of felt that way, too. Once Joe Manchin affirmed, I'm not voting to change the filibuster. And then Kirsten Sinema gave a speech saying, I'm not voting to change the legislative filibuster rules. That's it. Now you've got two, uh, two, two strong-minded moderates who are still liberal Democrats, but they're moderate liberal Democrats. And there is such a thing, by the way. I mean, there's far left leftists, and then there are liberals, and then there are moderate liberals. He's a he's a moderate liberal, so is she. They're still liberals, but they they're reasonable to a point. And now there are two of them. Now there are two of them. There's no way they're going to be able to flip both of these individuals uh, into changing the filibuster, and then 
uh, getting a majority vote, because they would have to do this as well, to pass the Voting Rights Act, as they call it, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. And I want to be very clear about that as I get into the specifics of this. There, This is not about voting rights. And I apologize if this is redundant, but it's not about voting rights. We already have voting rights. There is not an American citizen, not a single American who is eligible to vote, who is over the age of 18, and a legal citizen and can vote, who has been denied their franchise. None. Zero. If there was, Democrats would parade them in front of the cameras on MSNBC, wouldn't they? They would say, this person wanted to vote and couldn't. Denied the franchise. This would have changed things. They, they have not, there's not one person, not one, who has been denied the right to vote. Not in the last election, not in any election. So this isn't about voting rights. Voting rights exist for all American citizens over 18. And that means those who are black, those who are white, those who are Latino, those who are Asian, those who are European, those who are, pick your ethnicity, it doesn't matter. Because voting rights are not restricted on the basis of race, the way the Democrats want you to believe that they are. So for part one of this is you have, you know, Mansion and Cinema standing firm. You would think this is over. I kind of did too. I kind of said, well, you know, this is this is a, a fait accompli now as it pertains to the November midterm elections. But lo and behold, here we are. They're not done. Chuck Schumer is planning on calling a vote on the Senate floor to get everybody on the record. Somehow these people seem to think that cinema and mansion will fold when it's time to actually cast the vote, that they'll make their public statements about opposing the change to the filibuster, um, you know, but they wouldn't do it when it actually came time to put their name next to a vote. I think these people are insane. I think this is a, this is a complete and utter um, reach. It is a desperation. It is a Hail Mary because it's not going to change anything. So this is about voter, not about voter rights. This is about voter laws. All they want to do is codify and make permanent and forever the universal mail-in balloting, the universal uh, drop boxes, the ballot harvesting, the same-day uh, uh, registration, and, of course, you don't get to pu- uh, purge the rolls. This part is one that is overlooked. This is overlooked. And if you want to give credit in the state of Ohio to anybody, uh, Frank LaRose has done a good job of pushing for voter roll purging. And what that means, of course, is cleaning up the voter rolls, taking dead people off of the voter rolls because they can't vote anymore, taking people who have moved from one place to another and are registered in two different precincts, taking them off of the voter rolls, at least in the old one, or if they've moved out of state, taking them off of the voter, voter rolls altogether. Purging the voter rolls of, of no longer people who are no longer able to vote and cleaning it up so that only eligible voters remain on it is a huge part of stopping voter fraud. It's massive. Because the reality of, of the situation is there are people who will, once they realize that their family member who moved to another state is still registered to vote in the state, will indeed scribble out uh, um, uh, uh, an absentee ballot for them or a mail-in vote for them. We've seen this time again, time and time again. And then, of course, we get to the, you know, the 
I don't even, I, I can't call it the racist, even with the tongue in cheek, you know, the racist voter ID aspect of all of this, because that, that's what they want. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction. Voter identification is the biggest, um, boogeyman that they have saying that. And, and, and I love this, by the way. I, I, I really do. Listening to or reading the comments of blithering idiots like Maxine Waters. And by the way, if you are going to go idiot, you might as well go full blithering. And she does. In a full blithering idiot rampage, she declared that Kirsten Cinema, by not going along with the change of the filibuster and thus trying to pass the John Lewis Act, doesn't like black people. Now this lifelong Democrat, liberal Kirsten Cinema, now is a racist because she won't go for this. Clearly, she doesn't like black people, Maxine Waters says, because if she did, she wouldn't be trying to stop them from voting. Which, again, congratulations and thank you for being a full blithering idiot, Mad Max. But what you are doing is declaring that, that black people are inferior to non-black people. She, she she really is. She's denigrating her own race. As is anybody denigrating the black race if they say that black people are incapable of getting voter identification. It is not difficult to get photo identification in 2022. It wasn't difficult in 2012, nor in 2002, nor in 1992 or 1982. It wasn't any more difficult for minorities to get uh, voter ID or, excuse me, photo ID then, and it is not any more difficult for them to do it now. Why? Because black people, here's a shock for you, racist Democrats, black people are every bit as capable, intelligent, and able to do anything and everything that a white person can do, including getting themselves to a DMV and getting an identification. And if they are poor and below the poverty line, they can get one for free. I know the left hates to think that black people are just as capable as white people. I know, because Joe Biden has even said that. Joe Biden has even talked about that. Poor kids are just as smart as white kids. He literally, they literally they literally believe that black people just can't do things the same way white people can and to require voter identification is is really 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 hard on blacks and therefore you're disenfranchising blacks the racism that just pours out of the mouths and and just emits from the bodies of leftist democrats is is staggering to see it really is they have sent the signal, Mad Max said. They have been clear about it. They don't care about minorities. They don't care about blacks. They don't care about people in their own districts who they're going to deny their voting rights and undermine their voting rights. We have two Democrats, Manchin and Cinema, that are holding up the Democrat agenda. They don't care whether or not they undermine the rights of minorities and blacks in this country. End quote. That's blithering idiot Mad Maxine Waters. This black woman is announcing to the world that because Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema don't believe in changing the filibuster rules and thus passing a federalization of the of the of of elections, that those two people don't care about minorities. 
And they don't understand how feeble and incapable racial minorities are. Clearly, if they care about black people, they would make sure that everybody could just write something on the back of a cocktail napkin and send it into the Board of Elections and say, there's my vote. Black people aren't as capable as white people of voting, so says the entirety of the Democrat Party. That is racism in its purest form. Republicans believe that it is incumbent upon every American to have the right to vote and to take advantage of that right to vote, but to prove that who they are when they cast that one vote. To make sure that every American who is eligible gets one vote and casts one vote, but only one vote. And they believe that white people and brown people and black people, people of all races and ethnicities and persuasions, can all get that identification to make that happen. Uh, Joe Biden, I've got more of him. I, I, I should play this now. In 2005, Joe Biden, I pray to God, he said, that Democrats don't end the filibuster when we're in power. <laughs> 17 years later, the Democrats are in power and Joe Biden's president. And what is Joe Biden doing? Demanding an end to the filibuster. <laughs> These people are lunatics, and they are the enemy. The man who said he was going to unite this country has divided this country at every single turn. And you know what I say to him? Game on. We're divided. You're the enemy. You're the racists who don't think blacks know what they're doing. We are the pe- believers in equality. We are the believers that every American has the right to and the ability to, no matter what color they are, to be able to get their, their uh, voting um, uh, materials in order. But the Democrats have absolutely no belief whatsoever in that. Okay, we'll take a quick time out. It's 923. I want to hear from you, and I do see some people on hold. We'll come to you as quickly as we can. I've got two great guests coming up in hour number two, so you want to get in now, 216-901-0945 on Always Right. Welcome back to Always Right with Bob France. All right, all right, all right. On AM 1420, The Answer. Heard in my years here, once you change the rules and surrender the Senate's institutional power, you never get it back. And we're about to break the rules to change the rules. I don't want to hear about fair play from my friends. Under our rules, you're required to get a two-thirds vote. I mean, excuse me, 60 votes to change the rules. Watch what happens. Watch what happens when the majority leader stands up and says to the vice president, if we go forward with this, and he calls the question. And one of us, I expect our leader, will, the Democratic side, will stand up and say, parliamentary inquiry, Mr. President, is this parliamentarily appropriate? And in every other case since I've been here for 32 years, the presiding officer leans down to the parliamentarian and says, what's the rule, Mr. Parliamentarian? The parliamentarian turns and tells him, hold your breath, parliamentarian. He's not going to look to you because he knows what you would say. He would say this is not parliamentarily appropriate. You can not change the Senate rules by a pure majority vote. So if any of you think I'm exaggerating, watch on television. Watch when this happens. And watch the vice president. Ignore. He's not required 
to look to an unelected officer. But that has been the practice for 218 years. He will not look down and say, what is the ruling? He will make the ruling, which is a lie. A lie about the rule. Isn't what really is going on here? The majority doesn't want to hear what others have to say, even if it's the truth. Senator Moynihan, my good friend who I served with for years, said, you're entitled to your own opinion, but not your own facts. The nuclear op option abandons America's sense of fair play. It's the one thing this country stands for, not filling the player and field inside, on the side of those who control and own the field. I say to my friends on the Republican side, you may own the field right now, but you won't own it forever. And I pray God when the Democrats take back control, we don't make the kind of naked power grab you are doing, but I'm afraid you will teach my new colleagues the wrong lesson. That is, um, that is simply astounding when you go back and listen to it, isn't it? 17 years ago in 2005, that was Senator Joe Biden thundering away at the Republicans and the idea that they might invoke the nuclear option and change the rules of the Senate by changing the filibuster. He said, it is the one thing, the filibuster, that uh, this country stands for, not tilting the playing field on the side of those who control and own the field. Well, guess what? No Republican majority has ever changed the rules of the filibuster. The only one who has ever done that is the Democrat Party. When led in the Senate by Harry Reid, when they changed the filibuster on judicial nominations, so that it only, only took a, a simple majority, something that President Trump took full advantage of for four years in naming judges all over the country that only needed a simple majority. This was their decision. They had to live with the consequences. Republicans have never done it. But there was Joe Biden in 2005 telling his friends, you may own the field right now, but you won't own it forever. And I pray God, when the Democrats take back control, we don't ever make the kind of naked power grab you are doing. Well, here he is. 17 years later, he's president, and what kind of a power grab is he making? A naked power grab without even having anything close to a majority. It's a 50-50 Senate. The majority exists only in the tie-breaking vote by the vice president. He has no mandate, no uh, uh, public authority to completely change the rules of the Senate that have now been in place for 235 years. He mentioned 218 years 17 years ago. He literally said that the country stands for not tilting the playing field on the side of those who control the field. You barely even control the field. Why don't you live up to your own words now rather than calling half of America racists and segregationists and Confederate traitors if they don't go along with your naked power grab? All right, let's get your phone calls right after this. AM 1420, The Answer. I'm looking forward to this life I live. When the world is upside down and the majority turns to the left, turn to the right, always right. 
with Bob France on AM 1420, The Answer. Okay, 937. Thanks for being with us on Always Right, AM 1420, The Answer. Phone lines open at 216-901-0945. I'll come right to you, but I want to get a couple of things out of the way here. First of all, uh, tremendous Northeast Ohio deal available on our website, AM 1420, for AM 1420, The Answer. It's actually com. You can click on the Northeast Ohio Deals banner. And I want to make you aware of this, and you, you, you really want to start thinking about things like this in this particular time. The Parma Armory has a tremendous opportunity for an annual family membership for firearms and archery. The regular family membership is $800. It is now literally half that, $399 with the Northeast Ohio deal you can find only on the website, whkradio.com. This is a tremendous, unlimited Use of standard gun and archer range uh, with your own or their rental firearms. Up to six hours in the digital gun theater using their digital guns and archery with their own equipment. I mean, it's just an amazing place and an amazing opportunity. So seriously, if you are looking for uh, a place to shoot, a place to train, annual family membership for the uh, firearms and archery from the Parma Armory Shooting Center is uh, available right now. WHKradio.com. Click on the Northeast Ohio Deals banner and find your way through to it. It's a tremendous opportunity. Listen, I, I, I want to I want to share this this real quick before I go to the phones. I'm I'm begging you here. I'm begging you to help put some steel in the spines of the two most courageous heroic members of the Senate right now. Uh, talking about Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, they might say, "What are you talking about? They've already made up their minds." Well, they have and they haven't. They have with their public statements to the press, including Kirsten Sinema literally reading a statement as to why she is not going to support the changing of the filibuster. While she does, she says, support the um, uh, Voting Rights Act to federalize the election. So again, remember, she's a liberal at heart. She's no conservative here, but she's moderate enough to say we can't go screwing around with the filibuster. And she has only done that to the press. Same thing with Manchin. They haven't done it on the Senate floor during a vote, which is what Schumer is trying to do now to pressure them that when the, you know, when it, when the, when the rubber hits the road and it's time for them to really, really cast the vote, that maybe they'll flip. <clears throat> That's the goal. And one of the ways they're doing that is they're trying to shame them. I have an article here from Town Hall about the woman Democrats hate the most. And that woman that they hate the most is indeed Kirsten Cinema, one of their own. They have collected a group of tweets and messages here about Kirsten Cinema that are the most vile, disgusting, reprehensible attacks on a person's character, uh, on a person's uh, personhood, to be quite honest. If this was a Republican group saying this about a Democrat woman, they would call it misogyny. They won't call it that here, though, because they hate her so much. And I'm going to give you a few of these so you understand what I'm talking about. These are just some of the tweets directed at Kirsten Sinema after she gave her speech announcing she would not support changing the filibuster in order to change the the voting uh, rights, uh, or the voting laws, rather, in this country. Somebody named Tom Watson. I'm not kidding about Kirsten Sinema. It's all about race. If you're wondering what the Sinema secret is, that's it. Black people. There's no real mystery here. Plain old bigot. Occam's razor. The mask is off. Malcolm Nance. At Senator Cinema, just put a knife in the heart of democracy. My heart breaks how easily she was bought to support the Republican coup. Lawrence O'Donnell, MSNBC. 
Cinema delivers the Senate's stupidest speech by a Democrat in an edge-of-tears voice to give childish words a melodramatic effect. Joy Behar, it's unbelievable that one person can destroy this country. Vote her out. Bakari Sellers writes, At Senator Cinema, y'all little voting rights is cool, but the racist relic of the past is my jam. Go filibuster, go little rock star, basically. Michelangelo Signorelli tweeted, Kirsten Cinema is a monster, a grotesque, opportunistic, lying monster. Now she lies in wait as she takes to the floor to say she will not carve, uh, not allow a carve out to filibuster to save democracy. Remember, it was killed by this monster. This kind of hatred, this kind of vile attack has been going on <clears throat> at Joe, uh, Joe Manchin for some time. Now it is coming full speed at, at Kirsten Cinema. I don't know. If these kinds of things and this kind of hatred, these kinds of vile attacks, will have an impact on one or both of them when it comes time to actually cast the vote uh, in a Senate floor vote, rather than just telling the media, here's what my vote will be. I don't know. They're human beings. Kirsten Sinema, you could, you, she was kind of on in, in a bit of a teary voice when she, when she made her announcement. You saw her get chased into a bathroom stall. By, by radical leftists who, who stalked her and were demanding that she change her vote. They chased her into a bathroom stall. She went in there and hid because they're not supposed to be, able, be allowed to film anybody in a bathroom. And they were trying to record her as they harassed her. She hid. She's a real person. She's, she's like anybody, prone to self-preservation. And if the hatred gets to be too much, Lord only knows what she will do or Manchin will do. So I just want to say this, and I probably should have said it when I hosted the Prager Show and had a nationwide audience last week, but I'll say it now. Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin need to hear from all of us to counter the hatred she is there getting from their own party. Do you understand what I'm saying? We need to show them, we need to help strengthen the steel of their resolve, strengthen their spines. They need to get messages in their inbox that say thank you from an American patriot in Ohio. Thank you, Kirsten Sinema. Thank you, Joe Manchin. Thank you for standing up for what is right. We are not your particular constituent. We're not in your state. But what you're doing is right for the country. What you're doing is is standing up for what is right when it comes to uh, the Constitution and the way our founding fathers chose to have elections handled on a state-by-state basis. Thank you for doing what is right for the country, not for your party. They need support. So I'm going to literally just give it to you because I, I, I believe it. I mean it. To counter the hate, they need to hear some appreciation. They need to hear some love. Kirsten Cinemas. Washington, D.C. office is 202-224-4521. All right? 202-224-4521. You could probably find it as easily as I did. I just searched for it on DuckDuckGo. But I want to make it easy for you. 
Call and leave messages in support of Senator Cinema. Thank her. When you're done, call Joe Manchin's office in D.C. 202-224-3954. Manchin, 202-224-3954. This is not a stunt I'm, I'm doing here. This isn't some radio bit. I'm just, I, I mean it. I'm, I'm telling you, it's up to all of us to protect and defend this great republic. It is under assault. If these two cave under the pressure, the, the, the vile attacks of people within their own party, if they cave and vote to change the filibuster, and then the Voting Rights quote-unquote act the legislation pushed by the Democrats is voted on and passes by a simple majority. Our country is over. Can I say that any more clearly? Our country is over. They will immediately outlaw voter identification. They will immediately uh, put into effect full universal mail-in voting permanently. They will put into effect Ballot harvesting, they will put into effect uh, unmanned and unmonitored drop boxes. They will put into effect all of it. You understand that? They will control how people vote in every state. They will control who counts the votes in every state and how they are counted. Voter fraud will become codified. It's it's part of it's part of the the law now that we must cheat to win elections. I'm not being melodramatic here i'm not being hyperbolic i am not um uh, exaggerating listen we will lose in november if they take over the voting rights of all people in the country we will lose in november and we will never get congress back we will never get the white house back the country will will follow its very very quick descent into socialist or communist hell faster then Joe Biden falls asleep at a press conference. I'm telling you, it's that quick. So how do we save it? I'm telling you, put some steel in the spines of Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin. Call them and appreciate them uh, to counter all of the hatred and the pressure they're getting to not stand by their word. 202-224-4521 for Sinema. 202-224-4521. 3954 for Mansion. And if you didn't get those because you're driving, just look it up. Go home and look it up and do what's right. Daniel is in Parma. Been waiting very patiently now there for a while. Daniel, thank you. Go right ahead, sir. <laughs> Good morning, Bob. Uh, I really appreciate your commentary. Um, about the Voting Rights Act. Um, Biden was uh, giving his Martin Luther King speech, and he said uh, it's no longer about who gets vote. It's about who gets to count the vote. Yeah. And I'd like to give you another quote here. Uh, it's another Joe. It is enough that the people know there was an election. The people who cast the votes decide nothing. The people who count the votes decide everything. And that Joe was Joseph Dowling. That is exactly correct. I'm glad to hear you say that and to remind me because I knew it sounded familiar, and you're right. It is. I've heard that quote before, and it's 100% true, um, which is one of the reasons why 
you know, I don't want to get into the into the weeds on it because I can't. But it's one of the reasons why um, so much attention has been placed upon the voting machines. So much attention has been placed on Dominion and how those machines are calibrated to count and what uh, what uh, how they're calibrated to uh, spew out and spit out perhaps results that are different from what they took in. Uh, there are a ton of ways that they cheat by counting the votes. And uh, what Stalin said is right, and what Biden was railing about uh, pretty much echoes that point. Well, Anything else, my friend? No, that's about it, Bob. Thank I'm you I'm glad very much. you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up. Thank you very much. That is what it's about. It is about the method of voting, yes. It is about... Um, as I said, trying to require one vote per person and only one vote per person. Make sure this per- people prove who they are, that they're eligible voters, and so forth. Uh, all of these things are true in terms of the actual vote, but once it's all said and done, even if we did get it right, even if we did, even if we had a photo ID requirement for every voter in America, and it worked, and they all showed it, and everybody only cast one vote, and there were no, there was no shenanigans on the voter rolls, no shenanigans about voting for dead people. Let's say everything went perfectly right, and every American got one vote, and every American eligible voter cast that one vote. We're still not out of the woods. We're still not in the, not in the clear until we figure out who's counting them, and what are they doing with them, and where are they being stacked, under which tables. And which ones are being added to, which ones are being tossed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's reality. What he just said is reality, and as he pointed out, um, you just you look no further than, than Stalin. All right, uh, 951, quick time out, right back. More calls if you want to dial now, 216-901-0945 on AM 1420, The Answer. You need something different. This is always right with Bob France on AM 1420. The answer. Always, not just some of the time. Always right on AM 1420. The answer. Thanks for being with us. Coming up in uh, 17 minutes, I guess we'll call it, about 1010. Dean Clancy will join us from Americans for Prosperity. Wrote an op ed uh, for Newsweek about testing and the testing debacle overseen by the uh, Biden administration and what the agenda was for that. And then also we're going to talk to him about uh, the stimulus deal that was supposed to be in response to COVID. It was supposed to be uh, something to help ease the burden on businesses and people who were hurt by lockdowns as a result of COVID. And instead, uh, they diverted a ton of that money to climate change, to Green New Deal. It's in the Washington Post, in fact. It's a pretty important article. Uh, the stimulus deal included a raft of provisions to fight climate change, the most substantial federal investment in green technology in a decade, billions for solar, wind, battery storage, and carbon ca- carbon capture. It had nothing to do with COVID relief. So we're going to talk about that shell game being played by the federal government as well. That's coming up at 1010 with... Uh, uh, with uh, Dean. And, and by the way, uh, at 1035, you're going to want to stick around for that too. Bernie Moreno went to the border on Monday and he is back and he's got some stories to tell. And we're going to let him talk about what he saw there up close and personal about the utter and complete failure of the Biden administration to secure our border and our national sovereignty. So uh, those two guests coming up in the next hour. Charlie is in Westlake. You're on AM 1420 The Answer. Charlie, go ahead. 
Hey, Bob, thank you for taking my call. Great program. Um, I'm looking at these two senators are saving our democracy from the hypocrisy party. They really are. And uh, we do need to applaud them as much as possible. I look around the country, we're going to have about a thousand Lincoln Day dinners uh, making men of the year and women of the year. These two should be our men and women of the year. They are saving the, the country if they hold. And I, Kristen Sinema actually more because her state is 50 50. Joe Manchin, it could be some politics because he, you know, he has to side with the conservative side. His is conservative state, but Arizona is almost becoming a liberal state. Cinema only won by a couple thousand votes, and her standing strong against this this uh, hypocrisy is really saving the country. And we do have to applaud her for it. Well, not only that, you're right, by the way, from a, from a political perspective, she's in more jeopardy than Manchin. You're exactly right about that in terms of keeping her job if she wants to be reelected. But, but the other thing is, the attacks on her, I think, have been far more frequent and far more vile, far more, um, angry and and like i said i mean you know if if this if this was a republican group criticizing kirsten cinema in the way these democrats are they would call it misogyny they would call it you know uh, abuse of women they would call it they would call it abusive period but because it's the democrats doing it to one of their own they believe she deserves it she's a racist she is uh you know she she hates black people she hates brown people she hates democracy she's in bed with republicans all of the things they're saying i think are far more vile than they have been about Mansion, which is why I think just to, you know, to show some appreciation, all of us across the country should yeah, reach out and give her, a, give her a little lift and say, hey, we do support you. We appreciate what you're doing. You are doing what we ask all Americans to do. And think about this, Charlie. We're asking her to do what really all Americans are asked to do, put country above party. And I think that's Amen. true. We should put the country above the Republican Party. Democrats should put the country above the Democrat Party. And in this particular case, the Democrat Party wants to do something that is extraordinarily dangerous, that would uh, would be just a complete disaster going forward in the United States of, of America. And here are two Democrats saying the country comes first. We need to thank them for that, show them our appreciation, and perhaps you know uh, strengthen their resolve a little bit when it comes time to cast the actual vote on the floor of the Senate. Right, I'm sure she's, you know, she's feeling the pain because, uh, as I said, she only won by a couple. Thousand. I was really backing up her opponent, who's that army major woman. But yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, she, 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 she's she's in a more precarious position. There's no doubt about it, and that's why her guts here should be applauded and, and supported. Yes. All okay. right, my friend. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to give it to you again. I, I like I said, this isn't a radio stunt. It's you know what I mean. It's not one of these. Let's call our congressman and raise hell. I'm mad as hell. It's not what I'm doing here. I'm telling you that these are human beings, and they have eyes and ears, and they hear and they read uh, some of the extraordinarily dangerous and vile things that are that are coming in against them. And it's the kind of thing that could possibly make them, in the, in the interest of political uh, survival or personal, you know, career survival, may make them change their mind. So I'm just telling you right now, we should contact the office of Senator Kirsten Sinema at 202 224. Um, hold on a second, it's refreshing on me. 4521 Kirsten Sinema, 202, that's DC, 224 4521. Leave a message. 
Uh, look up the email address to contact their office. Send a message. Something swarming with thousands and thousands of people in other states saying thank you for doing what you're doing. This is the right thing to do for our country. Give her that resolve. Help strengthen her her decision. And then for Joe Manchin, it's 202-224-3954. Same story. I just, literally, all you got to do is go to a search engine like DuckDuckGo. Do not use Google. Go to a search engine like DuckDuckGo and type in Kirsten Cinema Contact and Joe Manchin Contact. Their pages will come up, and then you just go to the literal word Contact Joe on his page and Contact Kirsten on her page, and you'll see the phone numbers, you'll see the email addresses, and more. But do what has to be done here to strengthen their resolve, because it's literally the battle for the existence of our country as we know it. It will, it will never exist the way we know it today. If they change and federalize the vote, and uh, then control how all 50 states vote in the future. We'll never win another election. Ever. Not exaggerating, not hyperbole. Ever. If we let this go through. Dean Clancy will join us next. Bernie Moreno a little bit later on in hour number two. Stay right here. It's 10 o'clock time for news on Always Right. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.